The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Just before we get to our next guest, and we're kind of, you know, still talking about mental health, but I want to uh, read just a couple of texts that came in following that last interview with Sergeant Mike Elliott. Uh, this one saying, words cannot express how grateful I am for this interview with Mike as a fellow strong one. I felt shame for feeling weak and have battled similar depression. To hear Mike speak from the heart as he has, as he equal parts heartbreaking and uplifting, that I'm not alone. Huge thank, Mike. Huge thanks, Mike. God bless. And then this one just simply from another Mike saying, you were strong, Mike, strong to face it from a retired MP named Mike. I'll get some more text, some interesting ones coming in. Again, thank you uh, for sharing your stories this afternoon to Georgina, who called in to tell us about her son, a paramedic who just succumbed to PTSD uh, late last month. The stories and your honesty is brave, and I appreciate it. Um, our next topic, again, as I mentioned, kind of in the same mental health realm, And it's about guys needing more friends. There is new research that shows that men have a shockingly limited number of close relationships and it is impacting their medical or their mental health. Dr. John Ogrodnichuk is a professor and director of the psychotherapy program, the Department of Psychiatry at the University of BC and founder of the mental health resource uh, Heads Up Guys. Dr. Ogrodnichuk, welcome to the show. Well, thanks very much for having me. Is it okay if I just call you John from now on? <laughs> Absolutely it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so interesting. So according to a 2016 survey by um, the the Movember organization out of the UK, men lack something called social connectedness. The survey found that one in 10 men couldn't recall the last time they made contact with their friends Older men were at greater risk of social isolation. 19% of men over 55 uh, 55 say they lack a close friend, period. I was surprised to read this, John. Were you? Not really, uh, unfortunately. So there's more and more evidence uh, pointing to the same uh, pattern as guys don't... uh, develop and maintain close friendships very well. Doesn't mean they're not interested in it, but they often prioritize other things in their life, uh, like family and work. So I want to get into some of those reasons, but when it comes to loneliness, I know that um, Heads Up Guys did a, a survey of a lot of the guys that you had been working with, mm-hmm. and and, and, you, and you found out that loneliness is one of the most frequent stressors in a guy's life. You know what? I have to tell you, John, I'm just thinking about my best girlfriends. We're in regular communication. We share a lot. We have an ongoing chat on our, on our iPhone that probably goes back to the beginning of this year. If we need something, we immediately reach out. Is there a big difference in the way men and women form relationships? Yeah, I really think there is. Uh, you know, it, frankly, I don't know any guys that do what you just described <laughs> with your own friends. Um, you know, typically, uh, you know, I think a lot of guys are kind of influenced about what we refer to in the academic sense, uh, masculine socialization, sort of the proscriptions and prescriptions for what boys and men mm. ought to do or not ought to do to sort of play that part of being a man and sort of keeping the the stoic image of a sturdy oak is one of them so you don't you don't disclose or share vulnerabilities you don't you know talk about tender feelings if you will with others especially other guys and so you end up isolating yourselves and and you know we find that 
men, even when they do have friends, a lot of them still feel lonely because the nature of those friendships are kind of superficial. They don't get the stuff that's really personally meaningful for them. So do, do men question what is allowed then in a, in a close relationship, if they do have a close relationship, or just, I guess, in a in a no, whatever relationship they have with another man? Do they question what is permissible, what they're allowed to talk about, what they're not allowed to? Yeah, often that is the case, particularly in their sort of early early days of, of the relationship. So if you've just met, you know, another fellow and you start off as, you know, acquaintances and get more familiar with one another, you're not really sure, you know, where the threshold is about, you know, disclosing more personal things. Mm-hmm. And often it takes a very long time, if ever, for a guy to feel kind of safe enough within that male uh, friendship to, to disclose stuff that he might be kind of shameful about and not saying that he ought to feel that way but often that's that is the feeling that guys have does, so but when does that start because i'm thinking back to you know grade eight and, and high school i'm thinking about my nephew and his when i saw him last summer and his his pack of buddies is like a little band of brothers who you know they're out on their bikes and they're playing basketball and that sort of stuff and they're joking around they they were really really tight now i don't know in you know grade nine what how much how much depth you're getting into any conversations but that that you know forming being able to form relationships uh, at that age when what changes you know i it, it happens pretty darn early that's for sure really? uh, and yeah yeah and you know if i think a lot of your male viewers and even if i reflect on my own experiences growing up i'm sure that started somewhere like junior high you know it's like you're you just kind of learning what it is to be a man you you hear it around you and it's like man up be a man that kind of stuff and you know as a kid you know what the hell does that actually mean (laughs) (laughs) and so and so you just kind of go through you know the motions of you know what you think it means and, and that often means kind of having that tough kind of macho image and and there's certain things that don't go along with it like sharing how you feel. Dr. John, um, what kind of role would um, maybe competition, uh, seeing another boy or another male, another man as as competition play into this and maybe about, you know, looking to become involved with, uh, with, with, uh, with a gal, with a partner, whatever it is, you know, more focused on that? Yeah, well, I, I think competition's a big part of it, and that's actually part of you know this this broad construct that we refer to masculine socialization. Competitiveness is really a crucial part of it. You know how to how to demonstrate your dominance in different spheres of life. It it happens within a competitive realm, including finding a girlfriend or partner. Uh, and that's one of them. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think what happens when you when you find a partner, maybe it's you get into a long term relationship, or you become married, and then those relationships that you might have with a buddy could slide even more because you're now focused on the family. Oh yeah, yeah. It it starts when there's a budding relationship. You start orienting your your time and attention to that person, and then you know if a family comes along, and then you know, your time and attention is directed to there, and, and male friendships do often suffer because of that. And and it's often because the, the guy's not necessarily conscious about giving up those relationships because it's 
you know, that's the thing to do. It's just he really thinks it's the right thing to do to, you know, devote his time and attention to his partner and his family. Uh, you know, we're never told that it's important to keep your guy friends. And, you know, if I reflect on my own life, you know, my wife often said, you know, it's it's okay if you go out and spend yeah. time with your friends. And it took me a long time to believe her. <laughs> well, and I, and I want to talk about that. Uh, Dr. John, I need to take a quick break here. Can you hold the line? Because I want to talk about what happens when, when guys let those relationships slide. The impact on the relationship with your partner, I think that can, uh, that can uh, come into um, some tough spots as well. So we'll take a quick break here. Guys need more friends. We're talking about this on the 6.30 Chet Afternoons. More with Dr. John Ogrodnachuk after this. We're talking with Dr. John Ogrodnachuk, a professor and director of the psychotherapy program, the Department of Psychiatry, the University of BC. He's also the founder of the mental health resource uh, called Heads Up Guys. We're talking about a new study that suggests that men have a shockingly limited number of close relationships and it's impacting their mental health. Dr. John, I'm getting a couple of texts coming in with some guys that are taking exception to what we're saying. Um, One of them is saying, you know, I'm a 40-year-old male married to a beautiful woman. I have many different groups of guy friends that I'm in contact with one way or another uh, have been for years. A lot of it comes from playing team sports growing up and now that's giving us the ability to have close uh, friendships. So I disagree that guys don't have close friends that we are in contact with. I think it's important to say we're not painting everybody with the same brush here, are we? Not at all. And in fact, what uh, your one listener there is describing is my own life. But (laughs) I I have uh, many different groups of friends, uh, little sort of overlap between them and in fact the closest group of guys that I have are are the ones in my hockey dressing room mm. and this one Jared the taper says he has no time for Facebook but he does have uh, he, he's found it very useful to set up a, um, a Facebook group of guys with common interests rugby who don't play so much anymore but still need to take time with their buddies to get away from out they go fishing they go hiking that sort of thing again there's that and I'm wondering if there's a bit of a difference between you know doing that and you know focusing on on sports or hiking or fishing, whatever it is, and a very deep uh, relationship where you're comfortable talking about emotions and feelings? Well, I I, I don't think they're necessarily uh, diametrically opposed. I think these activities are essential for allowing uh, relationships to further develop. You know, know, guys especially don't dip right into deep stuff when (laughs) they first meet somebody. And so you sort of need that shoulder-to-shoulder time uh, first, whether it's, you know, playing a sport or going hiking, fishing, whatever. You know, I I think that's absolutely fantastic that they're doing that. Uh, And, in fact, I wish there were more groups of guys doing that. You know, I I recently learned of... um, uh, in the Basque region of Spain, in the city called San Sebastian, for centuries there's been a male men's cooking group. Awesome. So a bunch of men get together one time a week and they cook for each other. And it's just the guys, so they enjoy good food, good wine, good company, and and you know they, they don't always have to dip into really heavy stuff. It's just the presence of other guys and feeling connected. That's the important part. Yeah, I mean, women can share everything within you know, two minutes in a women's bathroom right. at, at a bar, right? If you ever yeah. sat in there at, at the hairstylist, you would know you would know that. I, I had, we had touched on the fact that, and you had mentioned that your wife sometimes had said to you, you know, just go out and go do something. And, and I've said the same thing to my husband as well. You know, go out with your buddies, just go do that. Yeah. Do you think it can put pressure? 
pressure on the relationship on um, on, on on a spouse or a partner when one and I guess it doesn't matter which one it is is not willing to do that or doesn't do that if if the partner becomes the main um, the main person to have all of the emotions to have all the talks to take all of it in can 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 that cause grief well, it can be a little overwhelming for the person who's being relied on to be the sole source of support and dialogue. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, you're one uh, in the first text you mentioned, you know, that's a sign of a good relationship. You know, I'm married to a great woman, but I also have these group of guys that I, that I you know, prioritize time with. And, and so I think, you know, to have a good uh, relationship with your with your wife, your partner, it's also important to have time away so that the time that you do have together, you enjoy more. I think some of um, I think it might be easier for a man to to start a conversation with or try to get to know someone who they might see as um, as a potential relationship interest or um, you know sexual interest. I wonder if men are comfortable starting up a conversation with a man that they don't know and to, to become friends and maybe find out more about them. Do you have any tips on, on how guys can do that better? You mean starting just a male friendship? Yes. <laughs> I uh, I really think it's follow your interests, find a group. You know, like uh, the one fellow said, I have a Facebook group that brings, uh, you know, former rugby players together. Okay. Find something that you're interested in and a group of people that share that interest. And inevitably, through time spent together and conversation, you'll find that, that at least some of these people will have other interests, and you just kind of evolve from that. So it can start with what might seem rather superficial, but it's actually critically important. It's like, hey, we share the same interests, and you can start chatting about that. So I think if you follow your interests and put yourself in the realm of other people who, who share at least one of those interests, that you know, it's a great place to start. Whatever it is, it could be it could be cooking, it could be exactly. rugby, it could be ballroom dancing, it could exactly. be whatever. Uh, Dr. John Ogrodnichuk, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I think this is a really interesting conversation. Conversation. Thank you so much. Great. Thanks for having me. Uh, Dr. John Ogrodnichuk, what do you think, guys? I'm getting some feedback on the text line. Let me know. How many guy friends do you have? Close friends that y you feel comfortable sharing your feelings with. Uh, I'd just be curious. And again, I think there's a difference between, obviously, there's a difference between the way men and women form relationships. Um, just never realized, according to this new survey, that it could impact your mental health. Um, let me know at 6.30, 6.30. We'll take a break for the 4 o'clock news.